do it however, whenever, wherever God, you making me better You making me better And you choose to do it however, whenever, wherever What's up, everybody? Welcome to Marriage at Golgotha, where our focus is building on a Christ-centered marriage. I am Felicia, and I am joined here today with my loving husband, Boop Thang, partner in crime of 10 years, Wayne. What how up, are you doing, baby? Up? I'm good. How about you, babe? I am doing absolutely positively wonderful. Really? Because I'm looking at you. Aww. And you look better. Oh, Really? Yes. I see you in your future. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Okay, so uh, welcome to Marriage at Gilgoth, everyone. Oh I am so glad that you guys are here listening with us today. And <laughs> <laughs> Can I tell everybody why you're so perky? Why am I so perky? Okay, so FYI, she's been eating crab legs like nonstop oh, Okay, the past you're days, like y'all. putting my business out in the street. But you know what? It's y'all, all she got good. a problem. She got a problem, real talk. I do have a seafood problem. <laughs> she got I don't know problem. what it is. I can't. But um, we'll okay. talk about that later, yeah, okay? And on. I'm going to expose you how you try to expose me. Okay. Okay. Right. All right. <laughs> so, again, welcome to Marriage at Golgotha, where our focus is building on a Christ-centered marriage. And we're just excited about this topic that we have yeah, today. Yeah, we are. We are. Awesome, awesome. I'm really, really excited. Should be juicy. We actually, um, yeah, it should be. So we actually got this uh, topic from one of our listeners and we've um, kind of been, you know, talking about it and just um, yeah, kind of figure it. out, you're thinking about how mm-hmm. we're going to, you know, talk it and, and bring it up. So um, the topic for today is cohabitating. Yep. We're talking about cohabitating, living with someone outside of marriage. And right. so our aim for this podcast today is to have a conversation about cohabitation and to invite others to begin to have a conversation about cohabitation. (laughs) So I guess our aim for today is to invoke a conversation conversation about this topic. And I don't think that this particular topic has been given a fair amount of conversation. I agree. Um, when it <laughs> opposed to other topics, yeah, yeah. Um, when it comes to, you know, the body of Christ, I don't think we talk about it enough. Right. And I think there's several reasons, you know, behind that. Sometimes it's one of those things that we kind of skate over because yeah. we're afraid of offending um, someone. Oh yeah. You know, some people are, are kind of scared to talk about it and, I can remember and as a child, um, you know, young girl growing up, hearing the phrase, you know, coming across the pulpit, you know. <laughs> I know where you're going to. <laughs> shacking is going to send you to hell, you it know. Shacking so, up. So, yeah, shacking up. Shacking up over there. Okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. So, you know, sometimes it can come across in a real dogmatic way. Um, it can be used, you know, kind of as a scare tactic, right. I think. Right. Just, you know, not great. Yeah. Um, you know, sometimes we kind of scare people, try to scare people into doing the right thing. Mm-hmm. And I think if we look at cohabitation statistically, we will see that that yeah, has not worked. It's not worked. So that's why today we, we really wanted to, you know, have a conversation mm-hmm. about it. Yeah. And so, you know, we want to look at this from three different perspectives. So right. we want to talk about, number one, a situation where individual individuals are currently cohabitating living with someone that you're not married to right number two we want to look at it from the perspective of considering Mm -hmm. cohabitating yeah Um, a couple that may be considering living together i'm thinking about 
moving in with my boyfriend or my girlfriend. Well, thank yeah. you know. mm -hmm. So, um, and then lastly, leaving a situation in a relationship where you're you were cohabitating, yeah. and now you've decided that you know what, this is not what I want to do right now. Right. So, kind of want to look at it from from those three different perspectives. You know, this is. Um, Definitely a topic, I believe, where you can't look at it from a one-size-fits-all perspective. Right. And I think that that's one of the mistakes that the body of Christ has also made is that we look at the situation where a couple is, you know, living together and they're mm -hmm. not married and it's like damnation, yeah. you know, automatically, <laughs> you know. Right. And, you know, it amazes me how you can be struggling with alcoholism you yeah. can be struggling yeah. with yeah. drugs you can be struggling with so many other different things mm -hmm. and the church kind of kind of embraces you they kind of want to help you right. along the way but when it comes to you know someone living yeah. you know with someone mm -hmm. outside of marriage it's like you know the scarlet letter scarlet is letter. placed yeah. on you and yeah. so i think that there you know a lot of different reasons for that yeah um there's definitely been a lot of what's the word I'm looking for when you look back historically yeah the shacking up term mm -hmm. yeah it's it's, <laughs> it's know, definitely got a negative connotation it, 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 it really does. does and yeah. so I think that's probably why it's you know it's frowned upon so much yeah. um, well, and that we're not educated exactly enough you know on how this individual kind of got into this situation or how these individuals got into the situation of how they began cohabitating. And I think you have to look at everything, yeah. you know, from a broad perspective, yeah. you know, before you begin to try to analyze it. Well, again, you know, it's not one size fits all because none of the situations are the same size. Exactly. So, I mean, it's, it's, you have to look at it from a broader perspective. Again, we're dealing with whether you're currently in considering coming out of it, those are different situations, different sizes. So we have to broaden this and look at it from a broader perspective because you, you can't just stamp <laughs> scarlet letter on people, you know, and not really delve into why you're here. Jesus yes. didn't do that. Neither can we. Yeah. So we're kind of asking everyone to kind of just have a, we're not asking anyone to change their biblical right. stance. Right. Um, we're, we're not, again, this is. Um, marriage at Golgotha, mm -hmm. where we're focusing on you know Christ-centered right. marriages. We do want Christ to be the foundation, but we, we again we want to gain insight. We want to yeah. um, gain more understanding. So we're asking everyone to just kind of stick with us for a few minutes exactly. Exactly. as we go through it. Right. So first, um, let's look at the situation which individual um, individuals are currently cohabitating. Mm -hmm. They are in a relationship and they have decided that, you know what, now we're going to move in together. We're living together. Right. Um, you know, we've probably been in this thing maybe one, two, three years. Who knows? Um, who knows? So we're in this situation. Again, this is not where you can't look at it from a one size fits all. Right. Because there are variables <laughs> even in this. Because yeah. There, yeah. <laughs> And there's a reason for everything. Yep. So when you're looking at the situation, you have to say, okay, why are these individuals 
currently living together mm-hmm. and they've decided, you know, not to get married, whatever, for, so, for whatever reason. Right. So, you know, sometimes um, we do things based off of our our backgrounds, how we were raised. Mm-hmm. That's big. Um, the environment that, you know, we grew up in and everything. Right. And there's also situations where um, an individual can be fleeing from certain situations it can be their way of escape yeah i got you you know i'm going to move in with this person because because i have a bad home situation you know mom and dad are tripping um dealing with sibling issues all of that yeah yeah, or um you know this is a way for me to get some freedom you know what i'm saying or i just i want to be on my own Mm -hmm. maybe i can't afford to be on my own so i'll just move in with my boyfriend you know we could help each other out with some bills or whatever right you know it'll be um, the financial situation won't be as much of a strain yeah. if I move in, you know, exactly. by myself. Or I just, I just want to be with my boo. I just want to live with him. <laughs> Real <You> talk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And so, there there are situations out there where some people are not necessarily cohabitating just because they want to do right. Right. Um, something that God doesn't want them to do. It's, it's not just about, you know, me trying to, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Yeah, I, I think that's one of the mistakes that we as the body of Christ make is we, we put everybody that is cohabitating or shacking up in this box and say, all of y'all are just rebellious, lustful, just 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 wanting to do all this dirty stuff that God doesn't like. There, there are different there are different reasons why people cohabitate it. It's not just them trying to be ornery. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? You know, like you like you brought up, you brought up a lot of very practical reasons. Not not endorsing those reasons, but they're real. It's it's real talk. They they are very real. Yeah. And I think what we really can probably do that would be more effective mm-hmm. is to begin to understand right why. And how yeah. individuals have come to this point to where exactly. they are cohabitating. Right, right. And then, you know, we can take that and kind of say, okay, now where can we move from where you are? Mm-hmm. And it's not going to happen overnight. Right. Yeah. So yeah. I'm going to use this story as an example. So you have a young man and a young woman that have been living together for, you know, several years. Mm-hmm. And uh, they, the female decides, you know what, I don't want to (laughs) continue to cohabitate. I kind of, I want to, you know, start to lean towards marriage, Mm -hmm. but, you know, I'm relying on this individual to help me financially. Right. Um, I don't have any place else to go. Right. Nobody at the church is opening up their doors for me to have any place else to go. (laughs) Um, This is the father of my children. Right. Um, I don't want to just uproot them from their father. Yeah. So just as it takes us some time to get into certain situations, this situation didn't happen overnight. You just didn't. You know, all of them, it's been two or three years. You know what I'm saying? It's happened over a certain period of time. And I think one of the things that we have to allow, and and some people are probably going to disagree because they feel like, oh, you're telling this person to stay in sin. No, I'm not telling (laughs) them to stay in sin. But I think sometimes we have to give God 
um, the opportunity to to deal with people where they are. I agree. And not to just transform a situation overnight because we think it looks bad. Yeah. You know, and I think a lot of times we're focusing on how, how it looks, the situation looks. Yeah. You know. On that note, so, I, I want to kind of—I didn't mean to cut you no, off, you're fine. but you're fine. I, so I, I've, I've really been—I've really been mulling over this this uh, kind of this conflict of interest that you know we as the body of Christ have at times, and it's it's you know our orthodoxy versus our orthopraxy. You know, orthodoxy is basically sound doctrine, sound belief. In essence, basically practicing sound doctrine within the church. You know, and you can go into all kinds of details with that. But that's basically what orthodoxy is. Orthopraxy, on the other hand, is how you practice that sound doctrine, that sound mm-hmm. teaching. As it relates to marriage and relationships, sexual ethics, the issue that we're facing right now, and you see it in the news, all this kind of stuff, um, the church is really taking a strong stance as far as orthodoxy, as far as the teaching or the doctrine is concerned as it relates to sexual ethics and marriage. But our practice of it has not been consistent with how strong we're standing on it. Yeah. So a lot of people, I mean, millennials, you know, me and my wife's generation and, and younger, frankly, we're looking at church people like, hey, wait a minute. Oh, you're pushing me to get married, but I see that marriages in the church fail. Mm-hmm. And, you know, your track record looks just like the world. If you want to, you know, look at it from that perspective. I mean, just like half the marriages in the world end in divorce. Half of the marriages in the church have ended in divorce. Or we've seen relationships where people are nasty to each other. We've had bad experiences in Christian homes. Um, You have some children that grew up in homes where there was a mother and a father functioning in a marriage. And yet the home was broken. There were issues. So these are real issues and conversations that we really have to tackle. Because if we're going to encourage young people (laughs) to to, to look at this from a biblical Christian perspective, we got to be real with ourselves. Yes. We do. Yeah. We do. I I think it's easy, you know, to look at a situation and say how to get out. Yeah. When you're not in it. Yes. Very um, easy. But when you're in that situation and you're, you know, forced to make a decision or you're trying to make a decision, mm-hmm. you know, because not everybody that is cohabitating are um, totally against getting married. Right. I think, you right. know, I read earlier where... Um, many of of women, you know, will enter into a cohabitating situation with the hopes of mm. wanting to get married, That's and then point. you have men yeah. oh, who are kind of just like, okay, well, you know what, this is kind of convenient yeah. for me right now. I'll try it out, test driving, yeah, yeah exactly. so to speak. And so you don't realize until afterwards that yeah. okay, this isn't kind of go- this isn't going the way I planned. Right, different intentions, you know, yeah. different intentions. And so we'll get into you know how to avoid that a little bit towards the end. Yeah, definitely. But I think when it comes to looking at individuals that are cohabitating, it's it's better to try to dive into the situation. Yep. And kind of see what's going on, gain an understanding of what's going on yeah. before you label. Yeah. Um, these individuals yeah. or before you just, you know, cast them to the side and yeah. say, or try to okay, diagnose the situation. Yeah. Or try yeah, to diagnose you know, the yeah. situation, you know? So I, I think that we have to be careful and make sure that we do that. I agree. Um, you know, I just want to share a little bit of, um, because I've, I've been in a situation, you know, where I was cohabitating. Testify. <laughs> <laughs> You're so silly. 
And so, yes, of course, I haven't been saved all my life. I, I wasn't born saved and really? come out of my mother's womb saved. Yes, really. That's kind so, of the deal, but I thought that was... <laughs> whatever. That was kind of... Man, I thought that was the agreement going in, that we were both born saved. I thought that was... You are you whatever okay we so he's <laughs> so silly okay so again um with with me just to share my own experience my own testimony mm-hmm. um I you know was living with someone and I won't say it was with the hopes of wanting to get married right. but it was a situation in where um it was a matter of convenience yeah um it was a, a relationship that I wanted it was a la- relationship that I um you know hope would work out yeah. um we had a child and i was like okay you know this will be fun <laughs> you know let's kind of do the family thing yeah and i mean it was horrible I, I have to be honest and this is not my my experience my testimony is not everybody's this is just personal this is felicia yeah, yeah. um it was it wasn't a good situation because again our expectations yeah. were totally different yeah, yeah. um our values <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh believe it or not were different mm-hmm um, it, I was young, um, still kind of immature, right. um, in certain situations, certain instances. Yeah. Um, so, and any, although I grew up in the church and I knew it was wrong, I felt that conviction. Mm-hmm. I still did it. Yeah. Um, it's real, man. <laughs> you know, <laughs> real. now had someone come in and really, you know, gave me some good wisdom, some good kind of educated me maybe i would have you know Mm -hmm. who knows you know people don't always listen you can give them good information but again um you know what kind of changed it for me and this is kind of leading into into the next topic we're talking about um leaving a a cohabitating relationship right okay um what happened for me is that the relationship did not work out. Yeah. I fled, <laughs> literally <laughs> fled the relationship and decided, Hey, you know what? This is not going to work out for yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. Let me go on my own. And when I began to, to live, you know, on my own, because sometimes people are in a situation where they're, they've been so dependent, uh, you know, upon living with someone I've lived, yeah. I've lived with mom. I've lived with dad. I live with grandma, mm-hmm. whoever. And then it's, I'm going to go live with somebody else. And right. that next somebody else is this relationship where they're yeah. not married. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Exactly. So, um, you know, I began to live mm-hmm. <laughs> on my own and I began to, you know, have a little bit of freedom and kind of find out who I was. And yeah. I was like, you know what? I kind of like, yeah, I don't want to cohabitate with nobody. <laughs> 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 Let me just live on my own. But that personal um, conviction really, really set in for me when I rededicated my life to God. Mm-hmm. And, you know, even though I, I moved on to another relationship, eventually I knew that, you know, I didn't want to do that again. Yeah. Yeah. I knew that I didn't want to go through that situation again because there was, there was this emptiness. Yeah. So to speak, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Because as a woman, after God's heart that's chasing for God you know when even when you're looking you know what I'm saying to get married and you're dating someone there's still an emptiness yeah you know that's because true. It's, that's true. it's not complete of course that relationship wise I'm not talking about being complete as an individual because some people say oh we complete me when we get married I'm yeah. already complete exactly but yeah. as far as that you know marriage really just it's it's a seal 
Yeah, it is. You know what I'm saying? It is. So, you know, even when you're dating yeah. someone, you know, or living with someone, it, it's not the same. It's not the same. It's, yeah. it's not the same. Um, so I didn't want to experience that again. But again, mm. that was that was my experience. Yeah. Um, I grew up um, in a household. You know, my mom was single. My mom and my dad were married, of course, before my dad passed. Yeah. But I think there was a void there, you know, after my dad passed mm -hmm. that, you know, wasn't filled. It was an emptiness there. And so a lot of things, even emotionally, right. played into yeah. me cohabitating exactly. Exactly. <laughs> when I left home because I was still looking for something. Yeah. And so sometimes when people are, are in these types of situations, they're still looking, yes. you know, for something. And I think that's when you have to ask yourself the real question, yeah. you know, um, to, to those that may be living with someone and you're not married. Mm -hmm. it's, it's really important to ask yourself, is this really what I want? And right. it's important to be true to yourself and say, you mm -hmm. know what? This is really not what, I, really want. Not what I want. Yeah. <laughs> you know, now if it is again to each zone, yeah. but focusing on a Christ centered relationship. Yeah. You yeah. know, you have to ask yourself also, okay, is this what God wants us to do? That's real. Um, yeah. And so can, can we kind of move into leaving yeah. A, yeah. a cohabitating relationship? Certainly, certainly. And so diving into this, this leaving scenario, just like there are different reasons for people who are currently cohabitating, there's also a lot of different reasons for why people desire to leave. Um, it, again, like we've tried to stress throughout, it's not just one size fits all. So yeah, uh, let, let's say, and kind of tying into what you were saying about the relationship not working out, that that's not the only scenario for why people want to leave. Okay, so let me let me ask you this question. So if we have a listener, if someone comes to me or come to you and say, you know, I'm in a relationship right now where I'm living with my boyfriend or my girlfriend, mm -hmm. and I don't want to live this way anymore. I yeah. want you know, to wait until we get married or I just, I want out, <laughs> you know, um, how, because again, there are so many different things, yeah. you know, that are tied up into when you're living with someone, yeah. you know, There's every, a lot, a lot of different things come into, into play. Right. Um, you know, finances, mm -hmm. family just, dynamics, yeah, um, family dynamics, because you, you've just like in marriages, you know what I'm saying? If something happens in that husband and wife relationship is not the only relationship that's affected that's affected right you know so what if this person has children yeah and i've i'm now a part of their lives mm -hmm. also yeah so how do you deal with that uh <laughs> <laughs> and again we're just we're having a conversation yeah we're, we're yeah. not trying to be experts on this topic right don't go quote us and, and you know put us out felicia and wayne but said because we're learning as well exactly i'm, I'm exactly. learning you know from communicating from talking about this so yeah. you know if, if you're talking to someone you know and they they want to to, to leave they want to to get out yeah you know Get how do, <laughs> or they they want to break up yeah, i yeah, guess yeah. i need I to you. say that i got you so kind of what do you what do you think your advice would be in um my advice would be if you don't know this person well enough or if you do know this person uh either way get in the situation with them learn a lot of the different dynamics 
of the situation. No, oh. I'm saying, okay, I'm coming to you, okay? Right. Um, my name is Jane, and I'm living with my boyfriend, right. but I don't want to live with him anymore right. because we're not married. Right. And how how do I break up with him? How do I get out of the situation? I don't know. I'm afraid. What steps do I take? You know what I'm saying? Because we've been living together now for about four or five years. Mm -hmm. So what do I do? Well, I, I, I would take what you just said and be able to work from that. Okay. So, I mean, as far as, because if, if they just come and say, you know, hey, I, I want to leave, I need a little bit more to work off of okay, before I okay. can actually, you know. So, I mean, kind of, kind of, okay, understand what, what's going on. How did y'all come together? Um, what, why is it you want to leave? What, what, what's your reasoning behind it? Is it something that is, if leaving is something you really want to do, how is it going to affect both of you financially, uh, relationally? Are there kids involved? Um, these are questions you have to ask. And again, the purpose of this podcast is to invoke conversation. So conversation has to be had before, you know, you can make just this, this, this assessment of the solution. If, if someone, if Jane, hypothetical Jane, <laughs> were coming okay. up to me saying, Hey, I really want to leave. You know, I've been living for so-and-so for so, such an, uh, amount of time. I, I would say, you know, to Jane, okay. Um, first of all, I, I would be upfront with your boyfriend you know um if y'all have been living together i'm assuming that you all are on good talking terms okay i would hope mm -hmm. now i mean you know i i would hope that you'd feel comfortable talking to him about this i'm not saying it's easy gotcha but talk talk to him you and, know and that's what i you just said it's it's not easy yeah you know so yeah. i think it's a situation where it's it's not gonna be easy it's mm -hmm. not just gonna be it's not cut and dry no and as the outsider sometimes looking in we're looking at this other person like okay you're stupid why are you still there yeah. or why haven't you you know done so and so yet yeah you know yeah. and so it, you know again it takes time to get in this situation so it's gonna take you know some time <laughs> some thought some transition yeah i'll even put another wrinkle in it okay. so let's say that the reason for you wanting to leave is because you know hey I, I, i've come into this new relationship with, with christ and I really want to to honor him in, in all that I do. And I know that, you know, my boyfriend and I were sleeping together and mm -hmm. I, I really want to I really want to put Christ in the center of our relationship. And I know I know I can't keep my hands off him for living together. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, so I mean, that that also presents a wrinkle, like I said before, because your boyfriend may not want nothing to do with Jesus. Mm -hmm. Or there may be differing views as it relates to relationship. Or frankly, he just might be wondering, hey, what, what's going on? If, if if you just go up to him and say, hey, I want to end this relationship and don't give him any kind of uh, reasoning. And all you're saying is, you know, I love Jesus now and I want to get out. He's going to be wondering, yeah, but what about the last three, four, five, six, seven years? You mm -hmm. know, what has that meant anything to you? That's going to raise some different questions. So, again, <laughs> it's just some complexity. There's some nuance here. We, we you have to kind of dive into it. Gotcha. Yeah. It, I know it sounds really complex and yeah, it is, it is. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it's definitely possible. And yes. I, I know it's possible because I'm sitting here, you know, talking to my husband right now. Oh, there you go. <laughs> yeah. So it's, you know, like I said, I've been in that situation before yeah. and it, it was difficult because, you know, we had a child. Yeah. And um, it just like it's a transition for you as the individual 
um, it's a transition, you know, for the child yeah. as well. Mm -hmm. But um, the situation did work out for the best. Right. Um, right. I'm happy. He's happy. Yeah, amen. <laughs> <laughs> Healthy relationships. Most definitely. Um, yeah. All around. So even though it, it seems like, oh, my God, if, if I leave this person, you know, or I have children, is this going to be horrible? Yeah. Um, it can it can work out. It can. You know, it, it, can. it can definitely work itself out Most work definitely. itself out in in with christ you know just trusting and, and leaning on him yeah um he can definitely work it out most definitely and i mean even you know kind of hearkening back to our point about the body of christ and how we can better address it um again like we've been saying get intimately involved with the situation don't don't just be so quick to stamp the scarlet letter on the individuals involved not everybody who is it is just trying to be rebellious or even if they are you know that they they, they still warrant god's mercy and his grace and understanding so know what's going on know what's really going on talk through it get to the bottom of it and 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 let, let's let's talk more let's just talk more you know yeah definitely so now we want to move into the uh topic of considering cohabitating yeah. or considering um living with someone outside of marriage right right and again there are certain situations that we we find ourselves in that we're living in and we're going through life we're going through the motions uh -huh. and then we meet god yeah <laughs> or then <laughs> right. we have the encounter yeah with god right and again god has to to deal with us where we are mm -hmm in that situation yeah. or you know we have to deal with where we are yeah. in that situation and that goes that happens mm -hmm. <laughs> you know when you're cohabitating right and you meet god right but for <laughs> those of you that are not right <laughs> but you're considering it you're considering living with someone mm -hmm. there are some great reasons why you should definitely consider not living with that person until you get married right and we were fortunate enough that we we did that yes we, we waited and we can share a little bit about that but yeah so for a person or individuals that are considering and they're thinking about it yeah you know it's like hey i can do this i can do a b c d mm -hmm. if i just go ahead on and move in together or we're in love we're right. ready to do it but we don't want to make this full commitment right, so right, right. you know help us out <laughs> I, I'll, I'll do my best um so I, I think there are a series of questions that you have to ask yourself. And this is just, you know, kind of things that I, I've really kind of been mulling over as it relates to this subject. Um, first off, if, if you're looking to live together, but you're not really considering marriage, why? You know, why, why is it that you don't want to get married? Why is it that you see cohabitation as the best option as opposed to marriage? And I'm not asking that in a critical uh, stance or anything like that. I just really want you to think about it and ponder it. And it could be perhaps that you have differing views of marriage. Again, there have been a lot of bad examples. I hate to say it. Uh, in the church and out of the church, there's been a lot of bad examples of marriage. Perhaps you grew up in an environment, going back to what you said, babe, where you either saw a bad example of marriage in your parents or perhaps you were in a relationship that ended badly. There may be some divorcees that are listening that, that were in a previous marriage that are, are kind of dealing with some of the, the fallout of, of that relationship. Um, and maybe that's kind of helped shape your view. Maybe you have a negative view of marriage. 
millennials in general, they're not really getting married that much. I think it has to do with our view of marriage. Our view of marriage is is not as sacred as perhaps it was in previous generations. That has to be considered. Mm -hmm. Um, Another question that you may want to ask is, why do I want to live together with this person to begin with? Uh, what What's my motivation? <laughs> you know, oh, what's their motivation? Oh, what's their motivation? Yeah, vice versa, because it could be that the person is pressuring you. That's a good point. So they might just want an insurance policy. <laughs> I'm just kidding. You you harboring back to our, our Snapped marathon <laughs> and that kind of stuff. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, FYI, I mean, if you like to watch Snapped, but um, we don't get to watch it anymore. We though. don't, man. We got to find it. We okay. really do. All, All right. right. I'm, I'm sorry. sorry. Go back. Sorry. We're back. Uh, <laughs> Um, I mean, I don't know. Okay, let's just be real. Like, one of the main reasons people want to move in together, they're in a relationship, is because they're ready to do that thing. Facts. <laughs> Sex is just more available. It's it's right there. You don't have to go to one person or the other person's house. You don't have to meet somewhere. You wake up in the morning with that person, and that's just reality. I mean, so that may be a factor. But if that is, if that's the only factor, is that the right reason? You know, just throwing it out there. Um, as Fee brought out, for the most part, women, if they make that decision, now, I don't want to make generalizations, but I mean, this is just this is just our guess here. Uh, well, actually, you 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 look statistically. Didn't yeah, you, you know, uh, most. You know, I guess we can't say most, mm-hmm. but many. <laughs> yeah, many. Yeah, there we go. Many. Uh, you know, women. We want to get married. We want to get married, and you so they, they see cohabitation as a step towards that. Yeah. Whereas men, not saying that there aren't men out there that do see that in the same vein, but men are more prone to test drive. You know, is this a chick I really want to live with, <laughs> or oh, let is, me let me see how crazy she really let is. Let me see how crazy she is, just just to see whether or not we need to take this any further. Or I mean, I want to see what it's going to be like to have sex with one woman the rest of my life. Yeah, oh, I've heard that one. It's before. just real talk, <laughs> you know. So, um, another question you may want to ask: Is this someone worth having a long-lasting relationship with? Um, is this someone that you see yourself potentially getting married to? And maybe your reasoning behind cohabitating is again the test drive. Well, from a from a woman's perspective, I would say ask the question: Why mm-hmm. are you not willing to marry me? before we move in together <laughs> you know what's that's up with question. that you know what i'm saying am yeah. i not right good enough right for you to marry me you, look you know real, you look real salty right now i'm just saying <laughs> you know um ask those hard questions because mm-hmm. you know you should value yourself first of all yeah because mm-hmm. god values you amen and you know, ask, yeah. ask those hard questions. Yeah, exactly. And and make sure that you definitely have to be honest, you know, with yourself. Yeah. And say, you know what? Well, hey, if if you're not ready, mm-hmm. you know, to marry me, or if you're not ready for that level of commitment, yeah. then we don't then need to share the same zip code. Yeah, we we can we can wait. <laughs> right. We can continue to date. Exactly. Or you know, um, because you don't want to force. Yeah. Someone to marry you but you don't want to take a back seat either yeah you know exactly. so um i'm sorry i had to interject no you're good one. you're good you're good yeah. my apologies i'm glad you got that out your system <laughs> <laughs> no but no i mean like do, do you see cohabitating honestly as a, a step up in commitment or it's just a matter of convenience you know is is it more convenient for me sexually is it more convenient for me as it relates to finances all these other things if i have kids 
yeah, it's nice to have a living babysitter, right? I mean, you know, do I, do I see these things as a matter of convenience as opposed to a step up in our, our commitment and our relationship? And if that's a question, I would pose this question to you. Why is it that you feel that cohabitation is a better step up in your relationship than marriage is? That, that'd be a question yeah. I would challenge you with, you know, because, and it, it goes back to your, your idea of marriage, your, your viewpoint of marriage. And sadly, the viewpoint of marriage is not as high as it used to be. It's not to say that it still doesn't happen and it's not a beautiful thing. I mean, obviously anything that God makes is beautiful. Um, but I, I just think that we're not really honest enough with ourselves, especially in the body of Christ, because we, we, we put marriage on such a pedestal. And by all means, it should be something that is is celebrated and it is, is wanted and is desired. But at the same time, you can put something on the pedestal enough to where it becomes an idol. Yeah. And and, and you have to be honest, you know, marriage yeah. is is hard. Yeah. It is it is hard. Um you definitely have those trials um there. But again, it's it's a beautiful thing mm-hmm. um that God designed. Yeah. Um he created sex. Yeah. Um, for marriage, for procreation. Yeah. And, and for pleasure. For pleasure. Yes. Definitely. Lord. Yes. Yeah. For pleasure. <laughs> um, you know, so um, we're going to kind of dig, dig some more into. Yeah. Into this, because I know the question yes. that everybody probably wants to know is what does the Bible say? Yeah. <laughs> you know, what does, you know, yeah. God say about shacking right. up? And right. um, I exactly. just go ahead and help you out. You're not going to find shacking up. In, in the, the Bible, Bible. Yeah. <laughs> it is it is addressed indirectly. Yeah, and but we, um, we can dive into that some. I yeah, don't, I don't know. We definitely can. But I, I think again, our aim um, was to have a conversation mm-hmm. about cohabitation and yeah. to invite you um, to begin to have a conversation about it. You right. know, I have two beautiful daughters. Yes, seventeen year old and a. We'll be nine tomorrow, Kimmy. We'll be nine tomorrow. Nine year old. Two beautiful children. Yeah. And I don't know if I could have had this conversation two years ago. You know what I'm saying? Right. With them. um, Because my understanding would not be the same. Exactly. My knowledge would not be the same, Mm -hmm. you know, when it came related to this topic. And I think... You know, sometimes we have to say to people, I don't know, right. but I'll do the best that I can to exactly. kind of research it, dig it out, pray exactly. it out, whatever yeah. I need to do exactly. um, to gain a better understanding for myself. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's what we have to do when it comes to talking about topics like this yes. with other people. We can't pretend that we have know all, all the answers. answers. Yeah. We have all the answers right. because we don't. We don't. We, we don't. There are some things that the Bible clearly addresses yeah you know no um it's plain it's black plain. and white right and there are some things that you know we yeah. we just don't have all the answers we gotta to. dig into it. we gotta <laughs> dig it out and <laughs> maybe something that's implied or yeah. maybe something that's not implied yeah. or it, it's it's just something that's got to be thought through and and really the, the main question you should ask i mean if if you're really looking at this from a christian perspective we know that everybody listening may not i, I get it um but if you're looking to have a relationship that honors God, what does that entail? You know, think think about it. I mean, e- even even from even from a person who's who's not you know seeking to be a believer, you know, how can this relationship realize or maximize its potential? 
And I mean, kind of factor that in with all the things that you all are looking at. It's cohabitation, a way to maximize this relationship. Um, conversations are important. It, it's, it's, it's something that you need to be talking about. Uh, firm stances are good in certain contexts, but where there's not a clear cut definitive answer Mm -hmm. you, you, you can't be so firm that you're not open to actually hearing what the other person or the other viewpoint is. Yeah. And I think that, you know, we serve a God that is his, his mind. <laughs> yeah, yeah. God does not operate how we uh, operate. Oh, thank goodness. <laughs> Jeez. You know, Man. there is, is no situation. There is nothing that we can do. That's going to make God just like, oh, or, you right, know, just right. you disgust me, you disgrace right, me. I right. don't his his love. Not saying that God, you know, just tolerates anything. I'm right. not saying that yeah. um, he is a God of justice. He, yeah, he is. You know, Almost um, definitely. yeah, he has given us commandments um, yeah. that we are to, to follow. Yeah, he's got standards. He does have stand <laughs> standards. But God is so loving. Yeah, he is. And he wants us to come into an intimate relationship with him mm -hmm. he wants us to have those encounters those conversations yeah. you know with him yeah and so you may be in a situation where you're cohabitating but you're, you're living with someone and you don't know how to get out of this relationship or mm -hmm. there's so much that you've invested right into this relationship it's like right. okay god how am i going to get out of the situation or you feel like, well, God is not interested in me because he's yeah. ready for me to clean this up before I come to him. Yeah. And that's not yeah. the kind of God that we serve. Even though that's the impression that can be given off it, it by can. the body of Christ and some instances. And I mean, it, it's, it's, it's one of those things that I don't like admitting it, it hurts, but we, we can mess a lot of people up when we don't take the time to really talk and, and, and really actually understand where they're coming from. It, 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 it just takes more delving into y'all. We said at the beginning, the point of this conversation is to invite conversation. <laughs> Got it. Yeah. So this has really been awesome. Um, we're definitely going to continue with the part two. Oh yeah. To, to really, um, dig this out. If you have any comments, any questions, definitely leave them at. So I, I normally post, uh, the podcast episodes to my Facebook page. So if you happen to have a question or a comment that you want us to deal with in the, the next portion of this, uh, leave a comment, ask a question, you know, Hey, you know, what does the Bible say about this? Um, I have a situation or a scenario maybe that you all hadn't really thought about or, or talked about, uh, leave comments by all means. You know, we, we want input from you all, uh, because like we say, we're not experts. We're learning this as we go. We've got some experience behind us. You know, we've been married 10 years, even though that's to some people that's still, you know, newlyweds. Yeah. But we got a little bit of experience, y'all. So, okay. Yeah. And also, um, just lastly, want to say to those that are considering getting married, yeah. you know, um, you know, I know it can sometimes be a really scary thing, or if you, you know, divorce, yeah. you know, had a really, really bad rocky first marriage yeah. marriage again it's it's a beautiful thing it is oh it's lovely um has some share of, of tears and mm -hmm. i just want to knock you out yeah. kind of thing but <laughs> but <laughs> again it's it's a beautiful thing so that was some conviction i'm just saying yeah. mr and mrs smith bro i'm, I'm just trying you. to be honest <laughs>
but don't be discouraged. Yeah, yeah. You know, um, it, it is it's a wonderful thing. And if you have any questions or just um, maybe want to solicit our prayers and say, hey, we want to yeah. get married, but we're just not quite ready to take that step. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so keep us in prayer. Yeah. Let us know. Please do. Definitely. Yeah. So this has been great. It has. We are talk. getting ready to be out. Yes. So thank you guys for listening. Love you all. Love you all. Signing off. Well, thank you guys so much for listening. This has been phenomenal. Yes. We are so excited to be doing Marriage at Golgotha. We thank you guys. We thank you. We thank you. We thank, thank you so y'all. much. And babe, you're looking so good over there. I can't wait to do this with you again. For sure. All righty. So again, please check us out at JesusTheCenter.com. That's where I keep all the podcast episodes. If you go to that site, um, you can look in the menu icon, click on Marriage at Golgotha, and you can see the podcast episodes there. We are also on iTunes for our Apple users, and we are on CastBox for those who have Androids. Uh, And look, if you come across our podcast, please leave us a review, rate us. It'll help us get more exposure to help build our listenership. We're not trying to be famous. We're not about that. We just want to get it out there because we believe God has given us something to say. And we just like the we just like the conversation, Joe. So. Awesome. And remember to keep it real, keep it live, and keep Christ in your marriage. It's a mess. I am yours and you are mine.